just trust me, okay? This is Michael, and tonight, well, rather this afternoon, here at the beach, we are joined by the amazing, amazing, I said it, Frank, Frank 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 Kingsley, how are you, sir? I am wonderful. So, we're here to talk about his recovery journey, life journey, all in one, and he has quite the tale, and I only can tell so much because... To look at the monstrous scars on his legs so far, one can only imagine what Yikes. has transpired. So, let's go ahead and start with where you were born. That is a great start. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's go there. I was born in Binghamton, New York. As a matter of fact, upstate New York uh, by, I think, 12 miles or something silly like that. Anyway, um, yes, that's where I was born, then migrated very shortly after to Pennsylvania, not too far south, and around the outskirts of Philadelphia, uh, Fort Washington area, to be more specific. Okay. When you were about how old? Uh, that was elementary school. Okay. And my parents divorced when I was three and four, uh, which I do have vague recollections of little bits and pieces, uh, and then naturally went with my... Well, I went with my... I was... Granted custody to my mother, uh, okay. my sister and I, my sister Robin, who I love more than anything. and You only have one sibling? W- correct. Okay. One natural sibling, who I am proud the world over of. Um, oh, yeah, you were telling me about her. Okay. Gotcha. Yes, she lives in Loveland, Colorado, which is gorgeous. It's right at the foothills of the Rockies. It's That's amazing. That's literally where my aunt lives. W- really? I so can't... you know Loveland. Yes. Yeah, most people are... Well, not familiar with Loveland, they know Fort Collins, of course. No, exactly, but I always remember it because I always think that it was saying love lace, but it's Loveland. <laughs> yep. So, yes. The land of love. The Hello. land of love. <laughs> so, that's awesome. It is, yeah. And so, I can go to the mountains anytime I please, and she can come to the beach anytime she pleases. And we have a nice back and forth exchange that way, and she has her family who can utilize that, and vice versa as well. And it's uh, an, an amazing setup that we have. But you guys went with your mother when you were both in elementary school before elementary school okay so you basically grew up with your mother correct and this was in philadelphia the outskirts of philadelphia really the suburbs of philly i suppose you could say fort washington area Mm -hmm. um valley forge what kind of work did your mom do she is in the implementation of um health analytics she does uh, healthcare work. She works. Uh, she works for Anthem. <laughs> As her, that's the umbrella company. Yes, she does project management for health systems essentially, okay. and then the implementation of new. So she's thriving right now. Very much so. Very <laughs> much say, so. My mom is with amazing. With the onset of COVID, she's like, "Hell yes, I got a lot to do." <laughs> not that really. Well, not COVID, in I'm a sure good way. She doesn't like COVID. And COVID. <laughs> <laughs> she's not an avid supporter of COVID by any means. Let's, let's second set the record straight here. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> This is off to a fabulous start. I just want to make a side note to everyone out there. I'm sure you will notice throughout this entire interview, there will be a, a lot of, oh, shiny things. So Tributaries gonna, for days. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to make sure I'm going to keep reeling you back. So when you were in going into like middle school, high school, you all of your 
grade school time, you were outside of Philadelphia. Is that correct? Correct. Okay, so... We ventured into the city occasionally for fun things, but <laughs> that's just that. <laughs> but you went to school outside. You grew up outside of Philadelphia. Correct. Which is correct. awesome, because I've only been through Philadelphia one time, one night. So, obviously, I don't know anything about it, but I've heard incredible stories about it. It's a fantastic it. city. I've heard. So, after you know, as you're getting closer, what was high school like for you? High school was a, a separate uh, environment completely because essentially what happened was my mother took the job with Amerigroup, which is um, now known as Anthem. It's still technically, I think, a sub subsidiary or whatever you call it uh, underneath the umbrella of Anthem. Okay. So the she works technically still like her paychecks say Amerigroup on them. Right. Though it's... Um, overall umbrella company is Anthem. Okay. And so she accepted the job with Amerigroup at, um, gosh, I think I was 13. And so at that time, she wanted to move from Pennsylvania to Virginia Beach here uh, in Virginia Beach where they're located, their headquarters are. And my dad took that as an opportunity to gain custody of my sister and I. Oh, wow. Okay. Which where was he living at the time? Binghamton, New York, where I was born, actually. Oh, okay. So he was still in New York. He's always been there. Okay. I I don't like to forecast or assume or project things, but he, most likely he'll remain there. Okay. Um, where he knows everything. Okay. So at that time, when she was wanting to move, he went to go get custody, Correct. and he got custody, and you guys went with him. Correct. Okay, so high school, so was it literally right on the cusp for you between middle school, high school? It was. Wow. So was it a bad thing, or was it actually positive for you? What did you think? Ooh, that's that's quite the question. Yeah. (laughs) So for me, I sided with my mom on this entire process because that's all I knew. I loved my mom. I I am a mama's boy to this day through and through. I will always be. Well, and you said that they got divorced when you were like three, four? Yes, correct. So, I mean, you don't, did you know at the time even why? No. Okay. (laughs) I Uh, still have a vague story. I was going to say, so you don't even know, so that's why, of course, all you knew was your mom. The same reason that anyone gets divorced, it wasn't working out, and I was okay with that because there was nothing I could do anyway, so it it was what it was. (laughs) So people get divorced because it doesn't work. Is that right? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so you go with your dad in New York, and what was that move like? Was that a tough time for you? It was. It was against my will. So I was hateful. I, oh, I harbored so much hate. I, I had a lot of teen angst. I was going through puberty at the time. I so was you're just, like 13, 12? Correct. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I, that's exactly right. Um, and so, I, again, I was, was a mama's boy, am a mama's boy, all the things. Um, and I, I legitimately sided with my mom in court, and I testified in court to go with her. Yeah. Um, my sister remained impartial, which I... I to, to, well, in the um, clear view of hindsight being 2020, I... I mm, well, I'm... She, she played it right. She played it right. Mm-hmm. I'll just leave it at that. And... It was unfortunate for me that I took sides, um, at the, or took a side at the time, and um, I, because I saw it my way, I didn't know any better, I wasn't taught anything else, <laughs> I just 
it was my ego consuming me. Right. Uh, I wanted what I wanted, and I wanted it then. And uh, so when things didn't turn out the way that I was hoping for and right. uh, pulling for, then I harbored a lot of hate and just projected it onto the entire world. And then in particular, my father, who <laughs> was... Uh, well, so you were moving there and exactly, living with. Exactly. Right in front of my freaking face the whole time. And so, yeah. I, so I, when you say projecting and stuff like that, on to him what types of things were you doing were you just acting out like oh, like crazy. in what way uh well with oof. like what's a good example a couple examples uh well a, a good example would be i stole some i started stealing cds from a kmart that was not far down the street i could ride my bike to it because i couldn't drive so wow yeah isn't it funny how kids will act out like that things like that yes and i figured out a way to do it just to be rebellious yeah precisely yeah oh yeah because what kind of work was your dad doing uh he owned and still does own a car appraisal service so essentially he's uh he does oh goodness i'm uh Adjusting. He, oh, he joins. Okay. He owns an adjuster adjusting business. Yeah, King, so, called King Enterprises. Walala. <laughs> but so go figure. So and meanwhile, his son is pilfering things here and there. <laughs> pilfering is one word for it. <laughs> yeah. I was straight fucking stealing stuff. <laughs> Excuse me. So w- when you were stealing, was anything like? Did you get caught? Well, oh. uh, let's get into that. So I managed to figure it out for a good little while, and I was stealing CDs, a highly sought-after commodity at the time. <laughs> highly sought-after, to be clear. Uh. <laughs> God, I know I miss CDs, to be honest. Uh, I still have CDs. The I still simplicity. listen to them. I, yeah, no, it's, I like having a hard copy of a tangible thing. It's like books. Yes. I fucking can't stand, tin, or uh, what's the damn, the fire, the, the tablet? Oh yeah, the Kindle. Uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I keep. I kept thinking Tinder for some reason. Uh, no, uh, don't swipe anyway. But yeah, so okay, so, so you're uh, yeah, stealing a hot commodity off, at the reading time. Reading off of a screen just does not appeal to me. It right. will never be appealing. I want to hold a book in my hand. I want to turn the pages. I want to smell the book as I flip through the whole. Page. I agree with you. Yes, I love that sense of that origin, the old school just version of things like that. Um, that's just who I am, and so the CDs was. Uh, a good example of that uh, music I was huge in it as mo- a lot of people are music played a huge part of uh, played a huge influence in my life and still does to this day as it does I would imagine for most people right um, so yes I started stealing CDs from Kmart so Mm-mm-mm. this do you, shall I go into the actual process of it like how, how I figured it out things or well, just just so you were stealing CDs, and you found out a way to kind of go about doing that, but... To get around the security of it and things. What, I, what ended up leading to you getting caught, then? If you had a good mm-hmm. system in play, what happened? Um, we are creatures of habit, and I did I did it too many times doing it the same way to where uh, they were able to... Okay, so I would... <clears throat> you had to open the CDs because the... Oh, yeah, the alarm thing. The security thing, thing was yep. on the inside. You had to take apart the whole CD case, essentially. Okay. So okay. I'd walk around the store kind of blindly and looking like an innocent what, yeah. kid strolling the hallways and yeah. or, or aisles. And man, uh, dismantling the CD to pull out the security magnet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and But then I would distribute the remnants of everything, the trash mm-hmm. uh, of the packaging and the, you know, the cellophane <clears throat> wrap and all right. the sticker things, all, all that stuff I would... 
have to ball up and place somewhere because I didn't want to have it on in my pockets or anything. Right, right. Just in case. Yeah. Um, trying to always think ahead and be so smart and <laughs> at like fourteen. <laughs> right. Um, yes. So after doing that numerous times, I believe what happened, and I, of course I will never know this for sure. This is just what I've surmised. But they essentially found uh, the the place of <laughs> depositing where I was putting all the trash and realize, and then also it corresponded with the CDs that were missing in the, from their count. Oh, right. And so I rem- and I I actually remember it to this day. Um, a feeling off, feeling off, feeling off, this odd sense of being watched, like you and were it, about to get caught. Yes, okay. I, I honestly did feel that, and because there were just these little differences and little minute things that I subconsciously could feel. Um, no, well, they were noticeable, mm-hmm. and so when I tried to leave the store that day with CDs in my cargo po- pa- uh, cargo pants. Oh, God. Yep. <laughs> which I... Very later, 90s chic. Later repurposed for another... <laughs> um, uh, for another use. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, so they took me into their back room and you know, where they had all the cameras and the TVs and everything set up. And, and so then they, they... I believe they went over... Uh, they kind of told me this is what we've noticed happen and this is where this is what you do and this is where you leave all your stuff and well naturally we caught you so um because and then it then it dawned on me like wow i was doing the same thing in the same places over and over and over then duh i mean how did i not expect to get caught okay after a certain uh certain period of time um if there's any security whatsoever somebody's gonna right so it, it was. Did that lead into you getting in like a charge or something, or did they call your dad? Absolutely. Oh wow! So they called my dad down and came into the security office in the back room that I was in, and um, was rec- reprimanded by him many times over in front of people oh, at God. home. Was your dad one that would things. like belittle? Oh, very much so. Okay. Very much so. Much, yeah. Oh God, yes, and so. Um, he ended up finding out and he started ripping you apart in front of everybody yes and then so I knew well that's right they were going to charge me uh, because at that time I think I was I was 15 going on 16 and then so if they didn't drop the charges or whatever it would have continued until I was 16 and at the age of 16 then they could charge me as an adult right right so and because uh my dad he has always had an affinity for law and uh, he always of course why wouldn't he well and I mean (laughs) he was an appraiser so he's sitting over there you know dealing with vehicles and stuff so he had to know the law so what did he say he was able to like work something out for you yes so he was able to finagle myself out of being charged as an adult and just being reprimanded by him and then kept close 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 watch of and so the beginning of finding an easier softer way hey, hey. weird how that all works on that note we're gonna go ahead and take our first break and we'll be right back stay tuned Child arrived just the other day. He came to the 
world in the usual way, but there were planes to catch and bills to pay. Welcome back. So we were just talking about your dad was about to finagle your deal, so that way you would not have to necessarily pay the biggest consequences for what you had just done, and what ended up happening. Uh, yeah, so I was banned from the store for life, uh, from Kmart. <laughs> Go figure. God forbid. Um, what are you going to do now? <laughs> oh, they shut them all down. Never, yeah. <laughs> so, Use Amazon, I guess. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, wait, they didn't exist by that. You know what I mean. Exactly. Um, so let's see. My Yeah, my dad got me in some trouble there. Well, really, it was just trouble at home <laughs> that I had to uh, succumb to because mm-hmm. I had no way around it. And he imposed stricter, harsher... Uh, rules and penalties and this and that and um just tightened the noose no i shouldn't say noose. excuse me he tightened the leash there we go the hold on your leash perfect yes um very much which was (laughs) which had barely enough wiggle room for any i mean you couldn't even scratch an itch to begin with so he was already a really strict parent very much so meanwhile you're out stealing everything Weird how that works. So, um, and your sister, she's younger, right? Correct. A year okay. and a half younger. So, was she the, like, she's angel the, child? Yeah. Yeah, so you're stealing, and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Did she know? Oh, Bob, just being stupid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and mind you, uh, growing up, I was Bobby, because my dad is Bob, and so, naturally, my middle name is Robert, so I was Bob, growing up Bobby, growing up, and still to this day, he calls me Bobby, and that, which is just natural anyway, I, I mm-hmm. don't have any qualms about it by any means um well so which just, is why just, when you feel just, like you're acting out people call hey bob yeah it's my it's my alter ego gotcha the negative side so you're in high school and you find out stealing's probably not where it's at did you yeah. get into other things as well in high school or no i did as a matter of fact i fell into the wrong crowd and all that stuff who oh my, my goodness <laughs> i feel like i've heard this a couple times uh, so you my, fell into the wrong my crowd dad, my dad saw it coming and he was so vehemently against all of it and he tried his damnedest to put a stop to it and i would give him in what way so much so many kudos so much uh respect god i respect my dad the world over again um I will use that term often, just so you know. Okay, but uh, you res- what was he trying regard, to do? Though, what was he my, trying to do to like prevent me into you? a good man, the man that I'm supposed to be, the man that I am today? Oh, but I meant in the sense of like trying to prevent you from hanging out with these kids. Was he like oh, yes. keeping you on lockdown at the house, trying to? He was forbidding me to hang out with them, to see them, to go to their house, to have them come to our house. Naturally, I could, he could only do so much with me being in school. Absolutely. So, yeah, he can't really keep people That's away. what I was wondering yeah. about, because there's not so much you're going to see him at school. Right. Were you skipping school? I was not. I was actually, to, to be honest, in th- school itself was never an issue for me. Um, actually, now that I'm saying that, I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> Instantly lying. So, <laughs> oh, it's so insidious. It is. So, uh, <laughs> so what happened in school? Okay. Did you get into sports and anything, too, or no? Yes, I was always very active, always very much into sports, always into the extracurriculars, just I was always on the rise, the um, the active end of, mm-hmm. the, yeah, just mm-hmm. go, go, go. Right. Um, doing everything. Which normally most people would think that would be what keeps their kids from getting into too much trouble, but it kind of kept it you did, just immersed. It did to some degree. Okay. Um, yes. 
which when you say the wrong crowd though was was that also including the other aspect of wrong crowd like drug use drinking and all that as well yes so how old were you when you had your first experience with either drugs or alcohol or was it both at the same time 14 i yeah i was 14 uh and it was pot was my gateway drug okay as as, as they say <laughs> as it goes whoever they are <laughs> as as whatever it is goes right um but yes it, w- it was marijuana and and I, when you were 14 this was prior to the move or after the move after the move okay. when i was in binghamton so you got up to new york and then that's when you got into just acting out you started stealing and mm-hmm. then you were smoking weed as well mm-hmm. with kids at school i'm assuming so you found that with yes okay so then that kept continued on Yes. And what did the end of high school look like for you? Did you get in any more potentially legal trouble? No, the legal matters were squashed for, um, yeah, for the most part. Okay. But because of the easier software way. Again, my dad had to help me out with a few issues um, in that manner as well. Um, but at, through high school, I became a very, I, I, the prodigal son always comes to mind, but I know that that's not the right term. Okay. I was just the straight A student who did all the extracurricular activities and did band and choir and uh, theater guild. And, um, it's so what, funny. Of course I can see you in like theater. Everything. Yeah. Odyssey of the mind. We went to the state, or uh, excuse me, the national championships, by the way, mm. and won and went to world championships and finished second in the world in, in Odyssey of the mind. Mind you. Pardon us. Yes. <laughs> Which is why you went on to Harvard, of course. <laughs> Obviously. Okay. I, I actually turned down Harvard to accept a full scholarship to university of Buffalo. Mind you. Pardon us again. (laughs) So, okay, so you you went into all of this. You had, it sounds like you had a great uh, experience in high school. And during that time that you were going through sometimes with like, you know, drinking and smoking and stuff like this, did you get into any trouble because of that? Minor. Okay. Minor trouble because of it. Uh, I think, uh, so, oh gosh, this was before I, this was... Before I started drinking, okay, the, I, marijuana was a substitute until I found alcohol and realized I was just a straight, full-blown, freaking alcoholic um, who was just using a substitute until I found it. And so I, I got a DUI when I was 19. Wow. When I was driving down to my mom's in, uh, well, she lived in Chesapeake at the that time. That is like way age. overachiever. 19? Oh yeah! Wow. And the the strange to this day part is, I never was charged with underage drinking, which was always peculiar. Uh, yeah, yes, very much intriguing and just interesting, mind boggling, whatever. Um, was, is so, it cunning, baffling, and powerful? Mm, I might have heard that before. It's ringing a bell. <laughs> but anyway, something all right. like that. Those terms so seem familiar. You got DUI. Yes, DUI when I was nineteen. Oof, maybe I'll maybe we'll have time at some point to get into that. It's a, actually a quite hilarious story. Okay, uh, hilarious is a relative term, but um, anyway. So yes, DUI. I had to go through the VASAP program. Yep. Living in New York, though, which was strange. Yeah, because this and, was not in the time of Zoom. Nope, not at all. <laughs> and also talking about, uh, as was mentioned, the easier, softer way. I was able to fully take advantage of the distance between New York and Virginia. 
So, oh man, I can't even remember so all the ways that I was able to finagle that. What did that. your parents think when you got a DUI at 19? Because had, you had already graduated high school at that point, right? This is like 2004? Yeah, actually, I didn't even think. That was the summer between high school and college, yes. Yeah, so this is like 2004, right? 2003, 2004? Correct. Okay. So 2004. You, you yeah. got that, and then did your parents freak out, or they're just thinking, Pretty oh much. gosh, my son's just acting like an idiot? No, they freaked out. I, um, that was my first rehab, and that was in the D.C. area, as a matter of fact. Now, that was your parents doing, or the court rehab? Both. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, really, the te- bottom line court, but, of course, my parents weren't going to okay. <laughs> go against that. But yeah, They, they were more, more than supportive. They're like, please, send him away. <laughs> yes, yeah. absolutely. So, how long were you gone for? Uh, I think I went away, let's see, it was Mm-mm. I think a month and a half altogether. I did a little just, bit extra. And it's stories like this because that I, I am think, a little bit extra. Well, well, exactly. I mean, and that's why it's like stories Whoa. like this that I think are important for people to hear that like uh, my thought, and I think we talked about this recently, or maybe I was talking to somebody else about it was that, you know, I remember prior to um, having involvement with recovery and all of this, that, you know, when I heard somebody went to rehab, I thought, oh, and it was actually, yeah, it was last night that I thought, oh, then they're fixed. Like they went. So like that's it. Like a person just goes to rehab and they come out and they're done. And it's and it's not until later in life you realize no. It depends on the person. Oh, the yeah, that yeah. that and the follow through yes. is huge. Obviously. So like, it's it's a lifelong process. So your parents are really thinking end, that so. you went so you're going to be fixed, but you were far from it. Very much so. Far so, from So hmm. when you went, how long were you there for? I yes, I, the, I believe I was there for uh 6 weeks total. Spent a couple, well, yeah, a little bit of extra time with a friend that I had. <laughs> oh my goodness! Strangely enough, met through rehab and participated <laughs> Nothing like in devious love. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not that kind of. Well, uh, mm, okay, it was another guy, mm-hmm. I, and I am not the type to swing that way. Uh, so <laughs> he was a means to an end to get me high again. Really, actually, it was really what it came down, came down to. So we got high a few times and while I was still in rehab and uh, we ended up afterwards spending some more time together and I don't think we actually ever ended up getting, I didn't get found out or caught for that, but it was, clearly the rehab was not taking much effect. No, and that's what I was going to ask. So when you were there, do you vividly remember like, I'm just going through the actions because I have to do this? Oh, Are you kidding me? Yeah, there was no other, there was no other reason. Yeah, so they're asking you like, so do you feel bad about, oh yeah. I was doing what I was told and I was saying please and thank you, yes, that would, you know, going by the book as I should because I knew that, I, uh, I knew that that was what had to be done and how I was going to appease everyone to making them to fool them essentially into thinking that right. I was okay. So that I could get back to my, my shit again. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So you, you got out of there and then what did life look like for you after that? Your parents were like, okay, let's, you're good. Hmm. Golly. It's very hazy after that because, because you were still doing drugs. I was still smoking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is while in rehab. Mm. <laughs> It's amazing, isn't it? So interesting to think it, about. Well, it is too, just because I think a lot of people, thanks to television and movies as well, and people paying attention, that, you know, just because someone's locked up or at a facility doesn't mean that they don't have access to stuff. True. And, you know? oh, and, and which, by the way, caveat, uh, surf side, whatever, they, they do 
a tremendous job of keeping you locked down and locked in. Like, you, oh, they, they do. They, they really do. They take your phone, get all your, get rid of yeah. all your contacts. They like you. Can't, oh, okay. Uh, you. Can't, they went the extra mile. Oh yeah, you can't do. And I mean, you could do. You could uh, correspond I've heard of them pen, taking... and, pen and paper with somebody. Right. But what the fuck are you going? Excuse me. What are you going to do with that? Oh, you can talk. Uh, over am I allowed the, to curse on this? Yes, you're allowed okay, to say okay. whatever the fuck you want. But <laughs> what I was going to say was, I've heard of them taking your phone, but they actually cleared your phone. Mm, nah, okay, so they didn't clear the memory or the numbers or well, I, again the haziness is coming back. But I do remember them going through the list of like, okay, who are your friends? Who are your like main contacts? Who are gotcha. the, they got okay. the, they, okay. they really tried to boil it down to the specific people, right. the main as much as they could. Yes, right to what I would allow. <laughs> right, exactly, because that would involve honesty, mm. and we weren't trying to be honest. I, I know nothing about that. <laughs> right. So when you got out of there, what was the first thought? Uh, I'm free again, so let me <laughs> let me find a way to exude or portray, or uh, let me put on a show, right for whoever might care to pay attention. Uh, and essentially fool everyone into thinking that I was okay when I was <laughs> the exact opposite end of the spectrum from that. Right. Um, which, gosh, uh, just consumed my life for many, many years uh, after that as well. Uh, it just it gets tough because you were just trying to go through the motions, but you were also still a mess of a person, so you weren't exactly sure which way was up or which way was down. You were just kind of existing. Very, yes, I would agree with that. So we're going to go ahead and take a break to let everyone exist a little bit. <gasps> and we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Welcome back. So we were talking about how you basically were just going through the motions and existing and you get out, you're, you're going through that. What happens next? All right. So, yes. So going, now you're 19 about to go to college. Mm, oh gosh. Yeah. I forgot where I was. <laughs> yeah. Um, just uh, doing my job. Got to keep you where you were. Boom. <laughs> so you were 19 about to go to college and college was still good. <laughs> Like as in you were you were still set up to go. Oh yes, okay. So in that manner of speaking, yes. Okay. I was still good to go with college. Uh, as I was mentioning, starting to get into, um, I really did have a. On paper, I was just the perfect person, right? With all you know, straight A student. All like mm -hmm. uh, did uh, three sports a year, and then another sport in the off season, and. Uh, band and chorus and theater, da, 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 all the things. Right. So I looked great on paper, and I was not only that; I was very physically fit uh, as well, which only boded more in my favor for the ROTC scholarship, in which I was awarded the full scholarship through uh, to go to the Buff uh, University of Buffalo. Okay. So I I was set. I had, oh my gosh, I had the full scholarship. I would have done the four years, graduated, would have had to only 
uh, serve for as a uh, as an officer, mind you, and uh-huh. getting you know all the benefits of everything. Right. And once I was done with that, I, I well. The world would have been my oyster, as it was would have been this entire the, the right. entire time. Uh, little did I know. Yep. Um, hindsight. Oof. So you go in, and what was college like? How, okay. How did you make it through college? Yeah. So go ahead. Mm, so making it through college is one way to put it. I made it through something. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what transpired? So when I went away to Buffalo, I did what every kid did, whoever went away does. Was, I got into booze. Yep. And there and was, fell in love. Oh my god, it was a love story uh, to begin with. Well, yeah. Right away. <laughs> uh, so from, did you immediately and you know, I think for some people who are and I'm sure who are listening as well, like there's some people that'll say they knew from the first drop like Absolutely. this is it. Boom. But then there's others that it's like, well, it kind of like worked its way up. There was not a progression from the start. For it you was it was fucking instant. alcoholic bitch. Like there was <laughs> I was alcohol's bitch from day one. Okay. Because I had I had I had been a pothead through high school. It never and really affected me in a negative smoking. way. I still kept the straight A's. I still did all the sports, still did everything. And because I was able to manage it right. sufficiently. Uh, and then I went away to school and then I got into the drinking aspect and then it just ran away. Yes. It, it, it happened so fast. There's not even like a segue there. It's just like, I went Done. away to college. I started drinking and then college, I fucked that up. I fucked my life up. I fucked, everything got fucked so fast. <laughs> so when you, how long did you survive into college? So they, they they paid for more and longer than they should have i uh due to again finagling of myself and my dad and this and that and um so i made it through the, after the first semester i think i was still kind of trying through the first semester um so i managed to pass maybe a couple of the classes that i was taking uh and the rest just fell by the wayside as did life right uh, because i'm just there's no uh, beating around the bush. I mean, it's just that's all I cared about was alcohol. As soon as that poison touched my lips and hit my bloodstream, it was off to the races, and I don't even remember anything else because that's all I that's all I fucking cared about was alcohol. Where's the next drink? Where's my next bottle? Where's what? Um, how can I maintain my? Well, so, did you even finish freshman year of college? No. Okay, so freshman year of college, bottom is just falls out and Completely. where did you go because now you're what 20 at this point yes okay so and this isn't this insane i mean just to point out so all of this happened before you were even of legal age oh my gosh that's i didn't yeah that's true and the interesting another interesting part is so the licenses new york has they had not any longer they had the material of the license was different than like the laminate license that you get now from every state. Okay. It was a, uh, I can't even describe it. So it was a weird, uh, what, like what your license was printed on. Correct. Okay. Like the actual yeah, printed gotcha. license mm-hmm. doc, uh, card. Right. Thing. So the material, it was almost like a porous, not porous, but uh, it was, um, what's it called? The, the texture, it had texture to it. Right. And because of that, you, you could manipulate the colors because it was all colored. So if you took really sharpened, fine down colored pencils, oh, you could manipulate numbers. Okay. So you could. It was called chalking. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so you would chalk an ID, which was basically taking a red and a blue and a white uh, colored pencil and mm-hmm. finagling the numbers of your actual birth year to make it look like another birth year. So wow. I, I made my 19, 20-year-old card... Look uh, like over 21. Precisely. Wow. And that, so that was a thing, and it made it made it very easy. I'm not... I don't know how long that... Mm, I don't... Yeah. Well, and, I mean, you have a full beard right now. Were you able to, like, grow facial hair ever since you were really young? So, like, you just mm, looked older? Not really. Um, I, that, I never really considered that a... A factor. <laughs> yeah, it was never right. really a detriment. But that's to my crazy. Purpose. So you just were able to manipulate the card itself. So everyone, for any other reason, thought you were over 21. Exactly. Yes. Wow. And then if you play, I mean, if you're confident in yourself oh, and you play the part absolutely. right, then people don't disagree. They're not going to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't think you yeah. really look 21. Right. You're going to have to prove it to me. Somehow. Right. Like, they you, they just go along with it, and it just worked, because I was confident about it, and that's all there was. So, you get yanked out of school, and are your parents giving I, you a place to stay, or what was the next thought for you? So, I hung around Buffalo for, like, another couple of years. I, I want, yeah, Where no, were it was, you? It was a couple of years. Uh, <laughs> North Tonawanda, to who be were, exact. Who were you staying with? <laughs> uh, I had a roommate who was a friend of mine from uh, freshman year. Okay. Her name was Diana, and gosh, she has a couple kids now. Just I know this through Facebook. I'm just another one of the many Facebook friends. Right. <laughs> we won't even get into that. But um, let's see. So we were roommates, and then I was a dropout. She continued on, and I, I, I think she's managing very well and doing very well. God bless her and her family. Um, so I was staying with her. We got a little place, and I was doing my bullshitting around working restaurant jobs, serving and not going to school when she was. And, um, I mean, I was just living in my disease in my cups. And so this is like 2005, seven ish to probably about until 2000. Yeah. That's probably about right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you're up there, you're doing this kind of just, and once again, you're now you are still drinking, but, you're just still basically a shell of a person just trying to figure out what your next move is going to yes, be. I'm, bi- I'm just surviving. Right. Uh, to I'm, drink. Yeah, yes, precisely. Okay. Now, had That's anyone... my only goal in Well, life had the anyone time. brought, including Diana, did anyone bring to your attention that, like, this is what you were doing? Did it occur mm-hmm. to you? Many, many, many times people forecasted it into my life. Uh, and it, everyone made it very obvious. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You're not doing anything, by the way. We're, we're going to let me just spell it out for you. And you're, you were like, nah, I'm you're good. living a piece of shit life, doing nothing, being a piece of shit. And you're right. going to continue being a piece of shit. Duh, 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 you're only becoming a bigger piece of shit. And, and then and it didn't even occur and, to you yes, to change or anything because it wasn't ready yet. whatsoever because yeah. I didn't give a fuck. I didn't care. I was in my cups. That's all I cared about. Where's my next drink? Now, at that time, do you remember being of the thought process that like if family showed interest or whatever, that you were like, you know, why are you acting like my drinking is impacting you? It's only impacting me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my family, mean, my family tried to be very involved as much as right. I abhorrently pushed them away and kept them out and didn't let them in by any means. Well, as little as I could. Right. Um, so I was just doing my thing, living a, 
you know, a piece of shit life, really. Now, at this point, I know that, and and I just wanted to circle back to it just because sometimes it does come back again. But like when you were younger, you were stealing and doing whatever it took in order to survive or to call out for attention or whatever. At this time, here you are again at a different low in a different way. Were you being very much self-involved, manipulative, lying, stealing? Oh, yeah. All, All these things again? All the things. Oh, absolutely. Um, I was, yes, stealing and just drinking. And, oh, man, if I was your friend, I was only using you to manipulate you in some way that would benefit me. Right. Um, that, that was my uh, my intention, which is really, all, now that I see, the intention is really the main reason, for the, the, um, the impetus for everything and anything that I really check myself with. Uh, why am I doing this? What is the purpose of this? How is it going to serve me good moving forward? Right. How can I grow from this into being better, being a better person for not only myself, but for those people around me in turn, the world? How can I make everything better now? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, uh, ooh, I lost my spot again. I'm sorry. Oh, it's that okay. So, goofy so brain. I know. And we're going to get into why <laughs> here in a little bit. But so now you're in your, you're about... 21-ish, 22? Early 20s. Okay, so early 20s. And you were only there in, um, I guess... Buffalo for a couple years. And then what ended up happening to make you move? Oddly enough, I thought that moving would uh, inspire some sort of change in me. I had no... I think a lot of people, too, (laughs) know whether the person listening right now, whether they are an addict or they know an addict, I think everyone knows that that's the next resolve is... Oh, I, maybe if I move, it's the city. Yeah, it's just the weirdest idea that if I moved, if I just picked Your up and moved. Your whole life was going to heal. Yeah, I picked up and moved shop to Virginia. Yeah. I was going to be better in Virginia just because just because of the state or just because of the area. And Virginia, I was going to be the sunshine state. Not, not, not Whatever. That that's even Virginia's yeah, thing. Yeah, but, but like, yeah, you were like, it's just going to be better. So I'm going to yes. pack up and go. So did you call your mother and tell her, like, I, I'm going to come down there. I think I'm going to relaunch my life down there. Essentially. And so she was on board. Yes. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> you're like, it's, it's looking back, in, looking back you're like, it's like, sad. You knew it wasn't. It okay. just fed into the disease more. And okay, she was so, an, an enabler, which she well, will admit to this day. So, okay, and she's so, corrected herself. So you pack up and you come down here. And what ended up happening from the jump? Where did you start working and how did it start going? Or was it awful right from the beginning? No, I wouldn't say. It, I mean, there was just uh, the initial... Who, uh, I'm definitely here for a fresh start. Like yes. the intentions were solid. Oh yeah. How no, long were you able to hold up that facade? I was high strung for a minute and I, I was, um, I mean, living the dream. I was living the dream in Virginia and <laughs> I don't think a lot of people associate Virginia with living, living a dream. Hey now, hey now. <laughs> I live the dream every day in Virginia now, still. Now. Legitimately now. now <laughs> so, you come down to Virginia. Sobriety. So, now we're in what, like 2007? 2008? 2007, 2008, I believe, is the time that I moved here for good. Okay. So, you're down here, and what does it look like for you? Where are you thinking you're going to work? Mm, I was not sure what I was thinking at the time. And okay. All, and to be perfectly honest, and I, basically... Um, it might be shocking for everyone to hear this, but the shit show continued. No way. 
into Virginia. But how quickly, though? Across state lines? I know. What? But how long did it continue? Or I'm sorry, how quickly before it continued? Because you were here for what, like a couple months, then it seemed like it was okay? That's That's what I was trying to get to. That's what I had forgotten for a moment until you just said, thank you for inciting that memory in me. Uh, So... Uh, yes, I asked because you had asked right. about my mom being on board, and she gave me a place to stay. Of course. Which which we later found out was more enabling. And uh, so, yes, I had a place to stay. I moved down here with my mom, and I started working at a couple of places. Mm-hmm. Still in the food ser- service industry. It is just... Oh, so hard to get out of uh, once it hands. Has well, and I think everyone knows notoriously the food service industry is laden with mm. alcoholics and drug addicts what? and dealers. So, yes. <laughs> so yes, shut, shut up. I'm just You're lying. I'm just putting it out there. So, <laughs> so is that what ended up leading into the next bottom falling out? It certainly didn't help. Okay, so what happened? So I moved down here, living with my mom and working a couple jobs, the same dead end jobs, doing nothing, but. I had promise of good things on the horizon. Right. So, uh, oh, my gosh. I, I was back in school, and I was taking oh. classes again at TCC. My, oh, my gosh. Uh, okay. From there, you can go anywhere. To, to, actually, today that haunts me. Yeah, <laughs> I Going bet. to TCC, which I'm almost through. I'm almost. Not not, not there yet, but we're, we're closer. We are closer. Progress, not perfection. So you're going to classes. You're with your mom. You Things are looking good. Yep. So this is what, within your first six months, or this is still like about a year in, things are going all right? A year from the move into Virginia? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Within this, yeah, because I moved in immediately with her, got the, started two jobs, and I was going to school. Oh, and I could, oh, that's right, and I couldn't drive because, why couldn't I drive? Did you Uh, not have a vehicle? uh, Yeah, yeah, that must, no, that was it. No, that was it. Sorry, I didn't have a vehicle, so I was riding my bike everywhere. Oh, okay, that's that's what it was. That's right, because I even I rode my bike to TCC and back and everything. Okay, so I did that. I maintained that for God knows what uh, very short period of time. I was going to say that I could actually take in, and I finally, you know, the easier, softer way, easier, softer way. Yeah. So I stopped going to classes, and I stopped doing the things I was supposed to be doing, and basically just fell back right into my addiction. Uh, <laughs> so about, like, six months into you being here? You, yes. Okay. Yeah, that's probably about right. So about six months in, all of a sudden, does your when does your mom start to interject and say that she's noticing something's different? <laughs> Were you showing up to the house drunk, or you just weren't coming home? Not at all. I was still doing uh, everything that I was supposed to be doing on the surface. Uh, I was not faltering yet. Well, and on that, we're going to go ahead and take another break. This is going to be the end of Chapter 1. We'll be right back. Stay tuned, and just trust me, okay? Don't even have to- 